name of the Father, and of the Son, of the Holy Spirit. Amen. If anyone would like confession, uh, there's a priest sitting in the confessional right now. We would all be, we meaning Chaldeans, we would all be, I think, very successful if we pursued a career in investigations, being a sort of Sherlock Holmes. I think we would all be very, very successful because, you probably know where I'm going with this, we're very good at finding things out. When we want to know something, we will find out. We will ask, we will call people, we'll make group chats. If that person doesn't know, hopefully they refer you to someone else. And then you start pursuing the thing that you want to know. For example, God forbid a married couple is having problems. We want to know why, how that went about, what the problem was, why it happened, and talk to everyone about it what led up to it, uh, and what the current status of that marriage is. We also have to know the current status. And God forbid someone is, I don't know, having family problems or there is some sort of problem happening in the house. No, we have to know that too. And we will find out, again, whether it takes us hours, days, weeks, we will find out and we have to know. And when we know, so it doesn't stop there, right? Once we know, now we have to communicate what we just learned to our friends because, of course, our friends have to know too what, what's happening in that person's house. And then after that, you know, maybe we'll be satisfied with that or we'll find something else to try to, you know, sort of investigate, try to find out. Try to find out what's happening in the other person's life. But when it comes to us, no. No one could know anything about us. We have to be the most private people ever. If I want to go shopping, no, I'm going to go to the furthest mall. I don't want to see Chaldeans. If we want to go out to eat, to dinner maybe, no, we can't go local because, of course, we're going to see Chaldeans there. We have to go somewhere very far because we have to become very private. No one could know anything about us. And when they do find out, no, we get mad. It's the end of the world. But for us to find out things about other people, no, we're going to jump through hoops. We're going to bend over backwards. We want to know everything. And you see the contradiction that happens in the heart of the person. On one end, we want everything to do with another person's life and their problems. But on the other end, we want to become very private people. That doesn't work. I'll be the first to tell you. That will not work. And if anything, it will be destructive. And the reason why I think it will be destructive, number one, I've seen it. Number two, Jesus tells us, more importantly, he says, Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly are ravenous wolves. The inward part is the problem. Who are we inside? Not who do we sort of see ourselves as. That's kind of cheap. Who are we really? Who are we really inside? Are we genuine people who... You know, when people see us, what they see is what they get. There's that saying. Or are we people who always have a catch? Are we people who are always holding something back when we meet other people, when we see other people? Because more often than not, it's the same people that we want to find information about 
where we see and put a nice smile on our face and say, hi, long time no see, it's been forever. It's those same people that we become disingenuous to. But there's another layer to that. Here, here's another issue with being sort of disingenuous people where our lives revolve around the lives of others is then we now have an identity crisis. We no longer know who we are. We start transforming ourselves into these ravenous wolves. Maybe we could fool people around us where we wear sheep's clothing. When people see us, okay, I could fool this person, I could fool this family. I could fool these people that I'm talking to. And they can't read my mind. They can't know my heart. They don't know what I'm thinking. What they see is what they get. But someone we cannot fool, if we truly are ravenous wolves inside, who always have some sort of anger towards people, when we have some sort of obsession towards other people's lives, when we have some sort of obsession of gossip and rumors and things like that, that people cannot see, but someone we cannot fool is God. We cannot approach God in sheep's clothing when we're really ravenous wolves inside. We cannot fool him. He's the one that created us, and he's the one that will judge us to our face. And at that time, we won't have an excuse to say, oh no, by the way, it was just, you know, it was just talk. I, I was just curious, you know, curiosity kills a cat, right? I was just curious. I just wanted to know. Everyone else does it. Who doesn't ask about other people? We will not have that time to justify our actions. That's why Jesus qualifies, this, <coughs> qualifies what he says about ravenous wolves by saying you will know them by their fruits. You want to know if someone is genuine? You want to know if someone is truly as meek as a sheep inside? Look at their actions. And by their actions, you will know who they truly are. Now for us, we're in the time of Lent right now, and we're giving things up, I hope. We're adding things in our lives as well during Lent. And we're trying our best to hopefully become better people. But with all of this being said, if our actions don't sort of have a comparison with who we are inside, then it's all empty. Lent becomes empty. If we're not being transformed and start showing the image of God that he created us in to others, then Lent becomes empty, our faith becomes empty. God wants our actions to mirror who we are, who we profess we are. And that is the way Jesus describes his home which is built on a strong foundation. And with whatever happens, it will not fall down. So we will be tempted again to be obsessive over other people's lives. We will be tempted again to find out information and chase it and start gossiping and start sort of spreading rumors about it. We will be tempted with that. But it's on us through our actions. You will know them by their fruits whether we entertain these empty conversations, whether we entertain these sinful habits that we're always attached to or not.
And when we don't, that's when we become stronger. When we say no to that, no matter what the situation is, when we reject that, that's when we start to transform. That is when we start to see Lent grow in fruition. And that is when we're able to be blameless in front of God and say, yes, you can see it through my actions. You could know me by my fruits because I know I cannot fool you. I cannot fool you, God, because you are my God. You created me for me to come back to you. Amen.